So unfortunately, or fortunately, this, uh, for the next five weeks, uh, we are going to speak about giving. And so a lot of, whenever, whenever a minister preaches about giving, you see everybody's heads just go, Ach, <laughs> nee, not money again. And I just, uh, it's not about money. I don't want to talk about money, but over the next five weeks, we are going to talk about giving and what it means to give. And so if you will bear with me, we are going to be giving. Um, it's about giving God's gifts. And today I'd like to speak to you about giving God's time. Time, um, which we all live by. Do any of you have a watch? Most people have a watch. If you don't have a watch, you have a cell phone. Uh, and on that cell phone, uh, you would have a watch. Or if when you get in your car, it gives you the temperature minus 9 degrees and it tells you what time it is. And so this morning, I want to speak to you about giving, about God's time and about giving back to God his time. David wrote in Psalm 24 that we read this morning, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and its inhabitants too. It all belongs to God. And then James wrote in James 1.17, He echoes the truth. Every good gift, every perfect gift comes from above. These gifts come down from the Father. I don't know about you, but... In our world we live in, we only have 24 hours to do so many things. Yes, like, I don't know, sometimes I don't know that 24 hours is really enough to do what we need to do. But I'd like to, to tell you a bit more about giving first. And I want to read to you the story about a man who had nothing. And so God gave him 10 apples. The first three apples were for the man to eat so he could relieve his hunger. The second three were to trade for shelter, a place where he could live. And the last three, uh, and the, the next three were to trade for clothing and some shoes. And the last was to give, the tenth apple was to give back to God in gratitude for the other nine that God had given him. So the man did just that. He ate the first three and traded the others for shelter and clothing. Then he looked really hard at the tenth apple, knowing that God wanted him to give it back with a grateful heart. But this last apple seemed so much bigger this last apple seemed so much juicier than the other. And the man reasoned that God already had all the apples in the world anyway. Why would God need his apple? So the, ten, so the man ate the tenth apple and he gave the core to God. We should not give because we think God needs our gifts. 
in order to be God or that the church needs our money to be the church. Somebody wrote, the people of God, you and me, give to the church and to God because of our gratitude to him. We give back to God what is God so that through our gifts the love of God can become a tangible, a physical reality in our world. I don't know about you, but it's, this is something that I think is going, to, is going to maybe touch your heart or your mind in such a way that am I giving enough? Am I giving time to God or am I giving enough time to people that need God? And I myself am included in this. And so I'm not just preaching to you, I'm preaching for myself. 24 hours a day, 168 hours a week, on average 670 hours a month, and 8,064 hours a year God gives us. How much of that do we give back to God? I'm not talking about coming here on a Sunday for an hour or when we have communion for an hour and a half. <laughs> I'm not talking about the 52 or 54 hours that you sit here. That's not enough. I'm talking about actually giving to God what God desires from us. Giving back to Him because He's given us 24 hours. Sure. 24 hours to do so much. And I wonder if we are able to give God because God entrusts us and He trusts us by saying, are you good stewards with your time? Am I a good steward with my time? And here's some sayings about time. How you spend your time is more important than how you spend your money. Money makes, uh, many mistakes can be corrected, but time is gone forever. Unless you're serving time, there's never enough of it. Time isn't a, a commodity, something you pass around like cake. Time is a substance of life. When anyone asks you to give your time, they're really asking you for a chunk of your life. Time is the coin of your life. It is only a coin you have, and only you can determine how it will be spent. Be careful lest you let other people spend it for you <laughs> time we only have so much time to spend in a day see when we give God our time I wonder what it looks like if we have 24 hours in a day how much time do we actually spend with God the Bible actually says that we need to spend the whole day with God. And so continuously praying to God, continuously asking, continuously worshiping God in everything we say, everything we do, everything who we are in contact with, everybody on a day-to-day -day basis. And I don't want you to feel guilty because um, 
This is not about feeling guilty, but it's something to just think about. Micah talks about uh, giving 10%. If we had to give 10% to God, that means we have to give 2.4 hour, hours a day to God. But in the bigger scheme is that we give to God all the time. I pray we do. I pray that we give thanks and I pray that we give uh, him the glory and I pray that when we're in cert certain circumstances that we can actually pray and ask God for guidance. Jesus is our best example about spending time with God. For the Bible says that he woke early in the morning and then he went to a quiet place. And in that quiet place, he glorified God and he prayed with God. And God gave him the strength and the ability to do the things that needed to be done during that day. One of the key, key verse there, words there is that Jesus awoke. Jesus woke up. Thank goodness I have a six-month-old baby. Because he already wakes me up at 3 o'clock in the morning. All right. So I've been awake since 3 in the morning this morning with him. And it's the most amazing thing because that time you spend with your child is nobody can ever take it away. And so when you spend that time with your child and when you're embracing your child and you're talking, you're talking to God indirectly because your son has no words that can say. But you're speaking to God and you're asking God to look after your son. To keep his mother healthy, to keep his father going, and keep his father just sane. <laughs> but it's that time, and I just, and his granny, uh, to keep his granny sane too. But you know when, so I want to talk about, about the time that we spend with God. So when I met my wife, I met her at church actually. I wanted to spend so much time with my wife. Because I fell in love with her. And when I fell in love with her, I wanted to know everything about her. I wanted to know what her favorite color was. I wanted to know what her favorite food was. I wanted to know what, what made her upset or what, uh, what made her laugh, what gave her joy. I wanted to know so much about her. And when I got to know about her, I wanted to know more, even more. I wanted to spend so much time with my wife. And so I asked her to get married. And now we, we are actually married. Uh, it sounds silly, but we're married, but we love each other. Well, I hope she loves me, but I love her. Okay, and I want to spend still today, I want to spend so much time with my wife. Because she's an amazing person. And I never want to lose that. But here's the thing, is God wants to spend that time with us. If today you need to talk to God, this is a place where you can speak to God, but every place where you go, you can actually have a conversation with God. Because I love God just as much as I love my wife. 
I want to be in God's presence all the time. I want to know more about God every day. I want to spend time, and it's not just that two hours and 40 minutes. You can't put a time to how much time you spend with God, but it's about how you spend that time with God. Because you can wake up in the morning and you can actually glorify God and you can say, thank you, Lord, for what you have done for me. Thank you for bringing me through this night. Thank you for giving me a new day so I can, I can actually enjoy what, what it is that you've created for me. But if I do not make time for God, I think we fail. I think we fail because we, can't, we don't give him the glory. We don't give him the thanks. It's quite hard. It's quite difficult. Because sometimes you wake up. And I'll tell you what happens. You take out this thing. Okay, you've, you've, this, this, this thing is sat next to, your phone, or next to your bed. And you've snoozed it now 10 times before you wake up. All right? Well, I have. And the first thing that you do is, oh, who sent me a message? Do you do that? Or is it just me? I do that. I check and I want to see who sent me a message. Yes, like. Meantime, we should give that time to God. Because that's the first fruit. That's the first thing we need to do when we, when we wake up in the morning is to give time to God. Sure. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough because it's right there. So I would like you to, and you know what happens when you spend time with God? Is that God prepares us for that day. He prepares us in a specific way. When we, when we spend time with God, He equips us for the day. He teaches us in that day. We become more focused on what is important and what needs to be done during that day. We become more aware of God and what He wants us to do for Him. It becomes a part of life. Something that needs to be done on a daily basis. And when we do it, we can just go through life a lot easier. There's a scripture I want to read to you quickly. And it's from Matthew 25, verse 31 and 40. Because sometimes we have to give some of our time to the things that need to be done. And so Matthew 25, and I read from verse 35, it reads, For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was ill and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in? Or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and go to visit you? 
The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the, the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. That takes time. It takes time and it is an effort that we have to put aside to actually go and help people. But when we have had time with God, God leads us to help other people. To be kind to somebody else. To love somebody else. <laughs> to spend some time with someone else. And I always think, sometimes, sometimes we say we do not have time because we work so hard. A minister's life is not an easy life. Luckily, we only work two hours on a Sunday. <laughs> and so the rest of the time we, we have off, you know. But I always see this passage and I think to myself, okay, Part of my job is to help people, to look after people. But it's part of my job. But in my personal time, I also want to do that. I also want to be able to assist somebody. I also want to be able to give something back to somebody. Not just because it's my job. But it takes time. It takes time and it's an effort. But I can tell you that we have enough time. More than enough time to do these things. Anybody watching um, Wimbledon? Anybody retired and watching Wimbledon? <laughs> how, much, how much time do you spend watching Wimbledon? I'm the, I don't want you to feel guilty. I just want to know. It's like... so. It depends on who's playing, right? You'll watch. Yesterday we watched the rugby. Some people were fortunate enough to actually go to the live, to the live game. And, but even there, we have an opportunity. There's time we have that we can put aside to actually glorify God. To do things for God. I wonder if we only spend 10 hours... Uh, if we only gave God 10%, 2 hours and 40 minutes a day, what would you do? What would you do? People keep saying uh, it's the Mandela week now, and they're saying 59 minutes or how many minutes? 67. 67 minutes. We should be doing that every day. We should be doing that for God every single day. So I don't want you to feel bad or feel guilty, but I'm asking you, how much are you giving God this day? I'd like to read you a story about a young man who learns what's most important in life from his, from his neighbor. It had, it had been some time since Jack had seen the old man. College, girls, career, and life itself got in the way. 
In fact, Jack moved clear across the country in pursuit of his dreams. Then the rush of the busy life, Jack had little time to think about the past and often time to spend, uh, not, not, not so much time to spend with his wife and son. He was working on his future and nothing could stop him. And so one day his mom phones him and says, Jack, Mr. Balster has just died. Mr. Balster was the neighbor that Jack grew up with. And when his dad died, Mr. Balster would often be the manly figure in his life. And he taught him how to do carpentry. He gave him time how to, or how to just be, how to grow up as a man. And Jack said, I loved him. And so he said to his mom, when is the funeral? I will make time to come to the funeral. And so at the funeral was a small, it was very small, very intimate, a few family members. And Jack was thinking about when he met Mr. Balster. And he said he'd often go into his house and in his house was a little golden box. And often he would ask Mr. Balster, what is in the box? And Mr. Balster would reply, the most important thing in my life is in that box. And so Jack was invited to go into the house and he walked around and he looked for that specific box and it was nowhere to be found. And so he said to himself, how am I going to know what is the most important thing in Mr. Balster's life? And so he left and he went back home. And two weeks later, a courier arrived. And he wasn't at home, so he needed to go to the post office and sign. And so when he arrived at the post office, he was given this box. And... He opened it and there was this golden box of Mr. Balster. There was a little key and, and this is what it said. It said, upon my death, please forward this box and its contents to Jack. It's the thing I valued most in my life. A small key was taped to the letter, his heart racing as tears filling in his eyes Jack carefully unlocked the box. There inside he found a beautiful gold pocket watch. Running his finger slowly over the finely etched casing, he unlatched the cover. Inside he found these words engraved, Jack, thank you for your time. Thank you for your time. Kind regards, Harold Belster. And Jack stood there and sat there. And the thing that he, that Mr. Belster valued most was Jack's time. The thing God values most is your time and my time. Two hours and 40 minutes. 
It's nothing. To spend the whole day with God, that's amazing. I wonder how much time we spend or give back to God. The series is about giving. Maybe it makes us think. What can I do for God? Because when I do it for God, automatically it becomes I do it for others too. Let us pray. Lord, we come before you today to say thank you for 24 hours, Lord. Thank you that you have blessed us with this amazing 24 hours that we have received today. We pray, Lord, that we will make the most of this day. That we will stop shouting and screaming, Lord. That we will stop being upset with our family and with our friends. That we will continuously maybe just, just let it go. So that we don't waste time on something that we have no, no that, that we can do nothing about. And yet, Lord, we ask you to, to lead us. We ask you, Lord, to fill us. We ask you, Lord, to, to just show us how to use our time to glorify you in everything we do, in everything we say, Lord, that it be for you, Lord. When we talk to people, we talk to people with love, with respect, with honor, when we share our lives with others, Lord, we pray that you will continuously be present. That when we spend time with you in your word and through prayer, we can be more like you. For Jesus, you woke up. You didn't stay sleeping. You woke up and you spent time with your Father in prayer. And so lead us today guide us today for we give you the honor and the glory Lord for making these 24 hours today and so we pray in Jesus name Amen